Blog Talk Radio. Open your mind. Vision to get your ideas, your thoughts, your feelings expressed live and direct. You heard? What's up, man? Ain't nothing much. Trying to get out this chemical trail rain, B. Mess up my IT. Feel me? That chemical rain. Chemical rain in your brain. Yes, sir. I ain't trying to to go through one of them, you know, causes of infection through absorption. You dig? (laughs) Protect yourself, people. Check yourself. Yeah, people, so guess what? Today's show, you know we back on what we've been on. Had a few guests last month. This month we back on the revolution, you know what I mean, because it would not be televised. And today's show, as y'all know, is Codex Elementarius. For those that don't know, we're going to break it down to you and show you how it's designed to kill us. Simple. We're not going to be around a bush. We're not going to front. All the cancers, all the poisons, the lupus and everything, the skin cancer, all this is designed. All right, to kill you. 
it sounds blunt or whatever for those that don't believe. If you don't, by now, if you don't understand the truth, then I think you need to seek some help. Modern day genocide. Modern day genocide. Now, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, you name it, it's population control. And USA's finest. Our own mm-hmm. government. Well, actually, our government was cool. You know what I mean? They took over. They took over, man. There's somebody else that took over our government. We're no longer the United States that we grew up in just 10 years ago. All right? Things are fat. Things are designed now to change. It changed. It's just a, even the people are different. The way people think are different. Oh, genetics, yeah. That's the attack. That's the mind control. That's the attack that they're doing. Genetics, eugenics, whatever you want to call it, it is what it is. So, people... But those that don't know, there's an entire industry with an innate economic interest to obstruct, suppress, and discredit any information about the eradication of diseases. All right? Now, the pharmaceutical industry makes over $1 trillion for selling drugs for ongoing diseases. These drugs may relieve symptoms, but they do not cure. So we have to realize that the mission of the industry is to make money from ongoing diseases. But those that don't know, for those that love to go to the doctor, the nasty food. Oh, yeah. There's no, there's no cure. We just sustaining you so we can make more, more money off of you. The insurance companies are involved. They all on board. The pharmaceutical companies, the food and agricultural people. You name it. (laughs) Now, tell them. We gonna be my partner. We gonna break this down to y'all tonight. For those that don't know, you will know. For those that are looking for the truth, you know where to start. There's many other people out here doing the same thing that's efficient with their information. We'd like to say thank you to those people out there, too, for keeping the revolution going. Uh, now, for those that don't know, what is Codex? The World Trade Organization, for those that don't know who the WTO is, the WTO is the health department to the United Nations. That's the health division. Uh, it used Codex guidelines and standards as the benchmark and the, you know, the international trade disputes involved food. Its headquarters is located in Geneva, Switzerland. All right, the Codex Elementarius Commission is the main global body that makes proposals to and is consulted by the directors generals of the WHO and the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United States on all matters pertaining to the implementation of joint FAO and WHO food standard programs. It was established in 1963. The commission's main purpose is stated in a procedural manual as being protecting the health of consumers, ensuring the fair practices in the food trade, promoting coordination of all food standards work undertaken by international governmental and non-governmental organizations. Unfortunately, however, as we usually see as we go on in the show, its activities do not protect the health of the consumers in the international food trade and anything and is anything but fair. So at the time oh when it was written, you know what I'm saying, right? The commission oh presides over a total of 27 active subsidiary committees and ad hoc intergovernmental task force, the main function of which revolves around the drafting of standards, guidelines, and other related texts for food, including food supplements. Once completed, these texts are presented to the commission for final approval and adoption as new global standards. What do you think about that? Oh, my God. <laughs> What do you oh think about that? God. Yo, come Fight on, the dude. They can't, they, they can't swallow all of that. Fight the power. They cannot swallow all of that, man. That's, that is unheard of. But that sacrament won't kill me. But that yeah. McDonald's won't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> if I have well, one fry. unheard shit. of. 
I think McDonald's is like some mental mental crack or some shit. Cause hell, look, even if you don't want to eat McDonald's, I should call you. <laughs> French fries. Oh, but that's <laughs> but that's the stuff that they the 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 food the stuff that they put inside the food to as far as the aromatic um, smells to draw you in. Because remember, your mind automatically is triggered when you smell certain things. So now. Remember, um, as a child, you re- you those, your memory receptors inside your brain remembers those smells as far as the McDonald's, the fast foods, and stuff like that. So when you smell it, it's automatic. Yeah, you dig? It's automatic. So now it's you, it's you with the knowledge and willpower that's going to keep you away from those murder burgers and suicide fires. <laughs> you dig? <laughs> now, another question. Look, the blog, listen. Another question they might be asking, so how does Codex affect you and your health? So for mm. this is Codex for dummies, Codex standards and guidelines now exist for virtually all foods. While adoption by countries of the various standards and guidelines developed by Codex is theoretically optional, the creation of the World Trade Organization on January 1st, 1995, essentially changed their international status in that they are now increasingly using the WTO as the benchmark in the education of international trade disputes involving food. As such, the potential threat of becoming involved in and losing such a dispute now effectively makes the adoption of Codex guidelines and standards mandatory, in that it leaves WTO member countries little or no option but to comply with them. Given, therefore, given, therefore, that a total of one, 149 countries are currently members of the WTO, and also the codex standards or guidelines now exist for virtually every food one can name. This effectively means that the activities of codex now directly affect the vast majority of people on the planet. In addition to dealing with the ordinary foods, however, codex also sets standards and guidelines for, amongst other things, vitamin and mineral food supplements, health claims, organic foods, genetically modified foods, food labeling, advertising, food additives, and pesticide residues. Significantly, oh therefore, <laughs> as we shall see below, when we keep going on, in all these areas, the evidence is now inescapable that Codex is increasingly putting economic interests, and particularly those of the pharmaceutical and chemical industries, before human health. What do you think about that? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they did say that due to them not knowing or lack of knowledge um, of all natural products and labeling, they... They, um, that bill has been passed for them to remove that off of our food packaging. That's one thing. Uh, you know, I guess that might be a good thing. Uh, it could be a bad thing, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? You don't know. I mean, everything in these days, most of the stuff you buy in the supermarket now is fake. It's not real food. And then oh, they got dude, the kids to believe that eating it, yeah, eating that stuff won't kill them. Because, you know, we was kids, yeah, we oh, about when we got you? old. You know about the, the, the meat glue, right? The who? The meat glue that they have. Meat glue? Yeah, they have a meat glue that um, that what they do is they take all of the different pieces of, like, this, of say, beef, and they stick it all together with a cohesive meat glue. Was it like some, Look it up. Some mur- I'm going to put that link on the word. They do it for fish. They do it for chicken. They do it for beef, they do it for pork, all of that. That's like that gelatin-looking stuff that people be buying, the old people. Nah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a glue that sticks the meat together. What's so and crazy about it, it is... you get it? Yeah, but if it's not cooked properly or 
or, or something to a certain degree or whatever, it, it can be cancerous. Okay. It's messed up. Mr. America, what the fuck is going on, man? You killing us? Yeah, you trying yeah. to kill us? But that's the but that's the increase of that's the that's the increase because they can't supply the food and demand for the masses. So this is what they're doing, and they're and they're passing other laws where they they implement other means. Like I told you, with the thing that they were doing with China. You understand? With um the the fox, mink, and the rat, the artificial. The you, you understand? So. Next day, going, we're going to start eating owl for chicken. <laughs> Shit, you already eat rat for chicken in China, someone? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's just a general, <laughs> that's general rat chicken. <laughs> you dig? And then there was another thing that they have on there about the, about the bird that they have for KFC. This is why they can't call Kentucky Fried Chicken KFC anymore. I mean, they can't, KFC can't call Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore. You dig? You did? Why? Because they they making their own chicken? Exactly. It's genetically modified. Well, they making um <laughs> the serpent chicken? <laughs> huh? What they, what they making serpent chicken? <laughs> oh, yeah, them? yeah. It, it, it looked crazy. The bird looks bugged out. I got a single Black bird. Nah. Oh, yeah, that's another one. That's another one where it, it's, um, it, has, it looks like the feet has fur with, with, and a black <laughs> beak. All kinds yeah. of, yo, the Crazy. I'm telling you, Crazy people, people. That's why they say you are what you eat. Yeah, but then you got to think about it, too, because now, like I was talking about, we're going to go back to the hygiene. This is what you smell, people, when they sweat, and being as though all of these humid days is going on due to this, you know, you know quote, unquote, global warming, people's chemical imbalance is crazy. The sense is, like, atrocious. Ludicrous. Ludicrous, you feel me? Now, listen. <laughs> Word. Uh, blog, I want to proceed, right? Now, yeah, yeah, we want to also that. go into the guidelines of the vitamin and mineral, mineral food supplements. See, they have rules and regulations to the food that we eat. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to go through that. Um, first off is the guidelines for vitamin and mineral food supplements were adopted by the Codex Elementarius Commission as a new global standard in its meeting in Rome. Italy in July 2005. The guidelines for vitamin and mineral food supplements were adopted by the Codex Commission as a new global standard in its meeting in Rome, um, drafted using the European Union's Restrictive Food Supplements Directive as a blueprint. The guidelines mandate the setting of restrictive upper limits on the dosage of vitamins and minerals and the prohibiting of claims that vitamin and mineral supplements are suitable for use in the prevention, alleviation, treatment, or cure of disease. As a result, and bearing in mind the growing mountain of evidence demonstrating the impressive health improvements that can be achieved via using the nutritional supplements, it can be seen that far from protecting the health of consumers. The global enforcement of these guidelines will ensure that the sale of curative, preventive, and therapeutic health products remains the exclusive province of the pharmaceutical industry. So they're making sure when they tell you not to take these, these vitamins, you know, uh, it is what it is. See, they they want you to take their fake vitamins. <laughs> so they can they genetically take, modify you. Put some nanos up in your body. Not, but see, not only that, um, you know, all of those muscle milks and those and those those mass builders for the body yeah. that a lot of the athletes be taking. Um, a lot of that is crushed beetles and stuff like that because what the I, fuck is I, that? Where it's crushed beetles and stuff inside of it. 
but they, you know, they're not going to name that. They're not going to name it that. Beetle. You got to, you got to. You gonna tell yeah, me I drank mutant milk a while years back? You gonna tell me I was drinking oh, beetle? Well, well, yeah, that's why I guess you look like a mutant. <laughs> oh, you got jokes, you Nathan. <laughs> no, I just you look like the you look like the Nathan Frank logo. <laughs> Joke. Well, see, that's gonna stay away from all of that bullshit. <laughs> nah, but on the yeah. yeah, but on the real, on the real, this is what's happening. And remember, there's a lot of things that's going on too. You know, like I said, with the blood sacrificing and all of that. So now, as the enhancement of the blood, that's a whole nother topic. Spiritual vampire searching for blood. That's a whole. That's a whole nother realm of. You know, I can't even say conspiracy because it's reality. People is not ready for that. They don't you know, understand. They, they think they TV. They think they news. They watch it. Ten o'clock is real. It's all scripted. But, but, like I, but like I said, remember they created this structure of how they live their life of wet tissue paper. So anytime we begin to poke holes in it, you know there's going to be a problem. It's just like it's um, the scenario that Leo Muhammad has said: uh, you throw a rock in a crowd of dogs, the ones that bark is the ones that the rock felt. So now our words are rocks and boulders. You understand? So de mm -hmm. so depending on the outcome of the things that we say will determine how much of an impact we put on our society. You did? Or the conscious ones at least. It's real. So So um, let's move let's motivate on into the organic foods. Y'all people that think y'all are healthy because y'all have to eat it organic. Okay? <laughs> Organic foods have been receiving increased attention from Codex in the recent years. It is now increasingly clear that the Codex Committee on Food Labeling is attempting to water down global organic standards to admit the use of substances such as -na 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 -na, sulfur dioxide, mm -hmm. which can cause allergic reactions to some people, sodium nitrate, and sodium nitrate, uh, nit it's nitrite, and no, nitrite and nitrate, which are potentially... Yo. That's pig shit. That's yeah. pig shit. That's the fecal matter from the pig's intestines, dude. That's exactly right. what that is. Sodium nitrate. But continue on. My bad. And they said, no, you good. And they said it's hyper, it caused hyperactivity in children. Now, you have mm. carrageenan, for which there is evidence that it is associated with the formation of ulcers in the intestines and cancerous tumors in the gut. Worse, mm. still, however... <laughs> The Codex Commission recently gave the go-ahead to work to begin on the inclusion of the ethylene in the Codex Guidelines for Production, Processing, Labeling, and Marketing of Organic Processed Foods. Now, ethylene is used to artificially induce fruits and vegetables to ripen while they are in transit. And as such, its approval for use on organic foods represented disturbing steps towards the WTO enforced acceptance of the same dubious and unnatural agricultural practices that non-organic foods are already subject to. And now ask yourself, why do Codex want to water down organic standards in this way? On a basic level, it's simply because organic foods fetch higher prices than ordinary non-organic foods, and that, as such, the large non-organic foods produce, producers see it an easy opportunity to break into the market for organic foods and make larger profits. On a deeper level, however, organic foods promote better health than non-organic foods by virtue of the fact they contain higher levels of micronutrients. In addition, of course, organic foods don't contain pesticides, residues of um, veterinarian drugs or genetically modified organisms either. Bearing in mind, therefore, that good health is not 
in the interest of business with disease. This ultimately makes the increasing demand for organic foods a threat to the pharmaceutical and chemical industries. Not only because organic foods promote good health, however, but also because they are a result of lower demand for pesticides and veterinary drugs and GM foods, and thus in lower profits. So understand, Stop people. Allah, <laughs> It's not a game. For the people that didn't follow us in the last year to understand that we didn't, we when we touched on all this, go back to our previous shows, we done touched about on the organic foods. We're going to move into something the else we spoke about, was the genetically modified foods. Uh, mm-hmm. For those that don't know. The soy, uh, like, the weed, the corn. Your corn, corn's the number one. No, soy. It's genetically modified like a thousand, zillion, gazillion, zillion corns. <laughs> soy, that's why, that's why you can't even drink soy or eat soy product. It's crazy. Without having that, without having the BGs. Because your stomach you can't take that. What think about that, that? on the label of the organic foods? What's your, what's your take on it? Yo, I think all of that shit is a lie anyway, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> all it is is, is, is deception. You know what I mean? That's just speaking with the forked tongue, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we still have to, we still have to survive. So, you know, the question really is, are we forced? It's like we're being forced to eat this. You know, just like that, just like that food place, Aldi's. Aldi's has been um, um, selling horse meat. You get what I'm saying? That, that Aldi's uh, what? Aldi's horse meat. Word, my G. Word. You lying? Nah, Nobody dog. Stops at Aldi's. Yo, baby, well. I hope you ain't getting no meat from Aldi's, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Yo, I was on my way there, got the text, got the alert, and was like, turned my way around and walked my and worked and walked the path mark. <laughs> All deep. Word, B. Word. It's scary. It's scary shit. And then you know, like, um, remember at one point, um, um, corned beef was taken off the shelves, just like um, tangerines. Tangerines was taken. They they disappeared. The corned beef disappeared. Well, the corned beef. What happened, the reason to, why what happened to um? What happened to tangerine? Now they're tangelos. They're smaller. The actual tangerine. They can't say that as far as the out of season and all of that stuff. There's been times when you know back in the days we were able to get tangerines all year round. Now it was tangelos. They're the smaller versions, and those have been genetically modified because they don't have seeds. So now what they're doing is they're changing the, the the genetic of the actual fruit to turn it into a vegetable because if you break if you go back into science, how do you consider a fruit a fruit and a vegetable a vegetable, right? A vegetable has no seeds. <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? But then they're telling you it's fruit. So what kind of like what kind of confusion are they actually feeding you? Don't worry. In five years from now, they're just gonna call it a vegetable. Right, because you can have your fruit <laughs> and your vegetable one. So you get all your vitamins and nutrition, just one-shot deal like Jetsons. Just add water. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Just like, just like how um, you see what's happening to our environment. Um, see, that's another thing, too, um, that's what's causing the, um, that's due to the chemtrails. That's changing our environment, our foods, our vegetation. You know, if, you could, if they go to the site, they can see that, too, the, the, the pictures of, the actual vegetation being altered. So now, remember, certain plants have natural defenses, ve- vegetation and fruit and 
grass and trees and all of that other stuff. They have a natural defense against insects. So now, mm. even though the genetic structure is changing, right, let's just say the it turns into, <laughs> they turn, or the insects, they eat them, so now their genetic structure is changing. So now their defense, their toxins change in their body. Then, right, you've got the trees that, that let off spores, you understand, to, to uh, how can I say, to reproduce. We inhale that shit. You understand what I'm saying? So now it says the water is changing. It goes through the metamorphic stage. It goes from the, the liquid, the solid, to the gas. Dig? Sure, dig. Now, you heard my partner. Now we're going to move on, people. For those that don't know, the genetically modified organism, the food, um, the food supplements, the natural health practices, organic food is a serious threat to the pharmaceutical industry business with disease. All right, they don't want you to eat nothing natural. They want their genetically modified enhanced food. Now, <laughs> it adapted its first guideline and principles for genetically, from genetically modified foods in 2003. These Texas subsequently, my bad, sometime, became instrumental in the United States, Canada, and Argentina launching and winning a trade dispute at the WTO against the European Union. It was argued that the EU had been applying um, a moratorium on approval and import, importation of foods containing GM material. Further guidelines and standards from GM foods are now in the process of being drafted by Codex. The eventual um, adoption of these texts will further contribute to making the approval and importation of GM foods that comply with them mandatory for all WTO member countries. Crucially, the United States, Canada, and Argentina are also pushing for there to be no requirement for manufacturers or exporters of GM foods to disclose the presence of genetically modified organisms on their product labeling. This is exactly what the big GM food manufacturers want, of course, as they have long realized that growing numbers of people are opposed to GM food products and, moreover, that they will not be able to change public opinion about these products anytime soon. Unlike the seeds for regular foods, the seeds from GM foods can be patented. This essentially is the real key to why biotech companies are so desperate for these foods to be forced onto world markets as the potential long-term profits are so colossal as to compare quite favorably with the market in the pharmaceutical drugs. Oh, my God. Therefore, (laughs) some of the major players in the pharmaceutical industry, such as Bayer, who also put AIDS in their pills, yeah, yeah, go read about that, and BASF, also Dang. major players in the Dang. biotech industry, it can be seen that the pharmaceutical industry is once again positioning itself as a key beneficiary at Codex. As such, so far the pharmaceutical industry is concerned the only products that are worth producing are those that are patentable. Because of this, the rise of popularity of food supplements, natural health practices, and even organic foods represent a serious threat to the pharmaceutical industry. The financial interest groups behind the Codex Commission know this only too well, of course, and as such, are now engaged in a desperate struggle to maintain their monopoly upon the healthcare industry and expand into GM food production. Oh, my God. Monsanto. Kill him. Kill him. Oh, my God. Kill him. Monsanto. Say that. the key word, Monsanto. Monsanto. But, you know, for them, we don't even got to bust it. We just do like this for all of them right there. We just give them this. Just know that we ain't playing. All right? Yeah, exactly. Ready for revolution. We ain't going to hit it off. We just let you know that we got some things. Now, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
You got anything to say with that? So what do you think about the GMOs, man? Give me your take on the GMOs and what you think about that, man. I'll tell you one thing. For those of you that shop on a budget at the groceries, you're going to be a broke ass because it costs a lot to eat healthy. But then what's so bad about that is got to remember there are other things that are on, on the low as far as like the high fructose corn syrup, the yellow five and six. The blue, blue, what, blue 50, that is? Come on. Those are all of those different things um, killing you. Aspartame. Aspartame is the equalized fecal matter that they harness and use as an artificial sweetener in our foods. The gluten, yeah. you name it. You know what I'm saying? It's so crazy that they've implemented gluten into ice cream. Come on, dog. Are you kidding me right now? You're are you kidding people me don't right read now? Average There's nothing is safe. Nothing is safe. Fillers and all of that other stuff. Yeah, nothing is safe. People don't read, man. Yeah, see, that's that's my point. That that's that's the, ex- the exact <laughs> answer that I'm trying to give you. If you don't read, <laughs> you will. They can't read, sir. Like most, like these days, the kids are growing up illiterate. <laughs> see, and that's another thing. That's the attack on us. All they dots, all they online, totting, <laughs> taking shots. Uh, uh, right. you don't need it. Yo, look, these days you don't even need a Playboy if you want to see negative pictures. Just get an Instagram. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can be your own Playboy. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of oh, yeah, this. People's minds are manipulated. Indeed. Just like that thing that they um had on that little girl that was selling doing selling sex and all of that shit just to get high and, and, and have some monkeys and Chinese food. Some girl upstate. Crazy. She, her dad had to do a video on her. In order to show people, like, yo, these things have happened. She's built like a woman due to the GMOs. So now, you know, the steroids and all of the stuff that they're putting in the foods are enhancing the children. You know what I'm saying? And older men, you know, have, you know, they, you know, they don't have no boundaries. Because they got a no lot of older men. Man. A lot yeah, of them exactly. don't care. But this, is, but this is my point. So now this is how... They capitalize off of the destruction. See, just like the situation, how they how they do with um, my man Barack, or, or you know how. They, I don't know. That's your man. No, no. I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it's like it's it's like this. Basically, is the art of war. You know what I mean? You give you give um, the resistance a familiar face for them to drop their guard and destroy them from within. Think about it. I think it's bigger than that. But you know, but remember, it, like I told you, it's a, it's 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 an attack on our genetics. And you can't even say now it's um, due to the melanin deficiency, you know, that, quote, unquote, they have, and penal envy, because it's even deeper than that. You get what I'm saying? Because it's exceeding the racial line. But, like, the thing that's going on over in Israel with, with Palestine and all that other stuff, Palestine has shrunk into the size of downtown Brooklyn. You get what I'm saying? Considering it was a whole big mass of land. Now, why, why, what's going on over there? I think we need to fill them in on that. Sure, indeed. I think we need to. I mean, I think we need to take them in on that. You know what's going on? Reason why what's going on over there in um, Israel with Palestine? We'll do a show of that. Wednesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday, we're gonna talk about what's going on in your in Israel. So people check us out. You know how we do. All right. Um, well, I'm going to proceed a little bit, partner, so we can go into the food labeling and advertisement of how Codex is taking over. Um, a specific-
Pacific Codex Committee, to de- they have a, a, a committee to deal with the food labeling issues. That's the Codex Committee of Food Labeling, which is the CCFL. People looked that up. It hasn't been in existence since 1965. The issue of the food label to labeling is particularly crucial to the further spreading of life-saving natural health information as restrictions upon the written content, content of food labels contribute. All right, what the, they basically they want to take away the stuff that can help you, so you don't know where to look for these things that can help you. Uh, they put all this other poison in there and give you all this information of stuff that they're creating. All right, along with those advertising to prevent and preventing nutritional supplement manufacturers from informing people of the proven benefits of dietary supplements. Crucial, therefore, CCFL has refused to acknowledge the role of optimal nutrition and prevention, alleviation, treatment, and cure of disease, and as such, rather than protecting the health of consumers. And it can be seen to be acting in the interest of the pharmaceutical industry's business with disease. All right, people, your favorite wow. drug, you know that, you think the doctor's helping you, he's just advertising. Now, arguments <laughs> of how and whether Codex should deal with advertisement issues have been going on since at least 1972. These arguments continued at the May 2006 CCFL meeting in Ottawa, where they centered around whether or not work on the definition for advertising and should be initiated or not, and if it, um, and where they should initiate it. So such a definition should be placed. After considerable discussion regarding the issue, the CCFL decided to work on a definition for advertisement and should, and it should de- indeed be initiated. For a natural health perspective, however, the definition proposed is far from sav- satisfactory people. Now, their definition of advertisement... <clears throat> Any representation to the public by any means other than a label that is intended or is likely to influence and shape an attitude, belief, or behaviors in order to promote directly or indirectly the sale of the food. All right, people. Now, the wording of this proposed definition raised several key questions. For example, as well as its potential to result in the prohibition of advertisement legitimately, um, published peer-reviewed scientific research papers might also... Um, non, make non-profit um, natural health advocacy um, organizations for influencing and shaping the attitude and beliefs and behaviors regarding the sale of nutritional supplements. Now, could any restriction or advertisement that are based upon this definition be said to, to um, con- contravene the right of freedom of opinion and expression or the freedom to hold opinions without interference and to seek and receive and implant, impart information and ideas through any media and regardless of the frontiers? Now, regardless, however, given the pharmaceutical industry's business with disease depends for survi- depends on this for survival upon the restriction of any and all means by which consumers can obtain natural health information, potential restrictions on advertisers are clearly now the key issue with Codex. That's what's going on right now. Oh shit! All right, people. So they're playing with your mind. They're playing with your mind. Now. Codex has a specific committee that deals with the safety of food additives, one of the main functions of which is to establish their maximum permitted levels. In all, the Codex Food Additive Index currently lists a total of around 300 individual additives, both synthetic and natural, that it permits to be used in foods. However, it may be the case that some artificial additives are essentially safe when consumed in small amounts and in isolation from one another. The reality is that no substance uh, consideration ca- has been given to Codex to the fact that such chemicals are consumed not in isolation, but in tandem with each other, which means that they're working with each other. As such, to the benefit of these manufacturers, the long-term effect of the consumption of multiple patent chemicals and artificial additives has on the health of consumers has largely been ignored. 
disease caused or aggravated by the long-term consumption of pesticides increase the potential market for pharmaceutical drugs. Of Revealing now, the artificial additives are being manufactured by some of the same pharmaceutical and chemical companies that would like to ban vitamin supplements and force GM foods onto our dinner plates. And the similarity is that the pharmaceutical drugs and GMCs, the main reason why many of these substances exist because they can be patented, and patents are equal higher profits. All right, people, now... Mm. Pesticides. The Codex Committee on Pesticides Residue was formed in 1966. See, they have different branches for all the poison that they give out. <laughs> <laughs> they got to call them the poison branches, right? They're responsible for setting the, <laughs> poison. the maximum limits of pesticide residue in specific foods, items, in any group of food. However, the safety or otherwise individuals' pesticides are generally examined in isolation, and a long-term effect that their collective presence might have upon their body is ignored. Given, therefore, that many of these dangerous chemicals are manufactured by pharmaceutical and chemical companies, it is not difficult to imagine that their widespread usage may be seen by these industries as having a dual financial benefit, and that they can potentially increase the size of the market for and hence the profits to be made from the patent drugs used as a treatment for any disease that their long-term consumption might cause. Mm -hmm. So they're giving you this disease, and then they're giving you these drugs that they manufacture. Same dude that poisoned you is going to try to give you the cure. Exactly. That's the. I'm gonna shake your hand, but I'm gonna knife you at the same time with my other hand. <laughs> Ain't that some shit so, to stab you in the back? Oh, our own government. Son of a uncle bitch. Sam, you're not my yep. uncle. <laughs> you're Son not my uncle. <laughs> now, in conclusion, people, Codex is not just about nutritional supplements. In fact, it is the primary political battlefield where the war is being waged about who will regulate and control the global food supply from farm to fork. This war is being waged by an increasingly tangled web of global authorities, big businesses, and financial interests. As such, the trade and profit are its prime goal, not our health. Current indications suggest that the long-term financial winners in the battle to gain control over the world's food supply are likely to be the pharmaceutical and chemical industries, especially so given the adoption of still further codex guidelines for foods derived from biotechnology now seems almost inevitable. As a result, our freedom of choice, our future health, and environment itself are all now clearly at risk. Good nutrition and optimum health threaten the pharmaceutical industry's business with disease because they reduce the size of the marketplace for synthetic drugs. However, mm. food that is free of pesticide residue, artificial additives, and other contaminants can be, by definition, only come about as a result of lower global usage. All right? or ideally the entire elimination of all these chemicals. This, of course, would not be in the financial interest of the pharmaceutical and chemical companies that manufacture sub, sub, such substances, excuse me, tongue-tied, as would be clearly result in lower profits, better health for entire populations, and a consequent reduction in the use of synthetic drugs. So in conclusion, therefore, it may have been somewhat out of the limelight recently, but the Codex Elementarius Commission's support for the business with disease has continued unabated, and a wide scope of its activities make it a significant danger to the future health of all humanity. Do we want to see a world where our access to safe, nutritious foods and effective dietary supplements is restricted and controlled by pharmaceutical and chemical interests? If no, not, no. then we must act, people, now before it's too late. It's time to wake but up, It's already people. too late. It's hard. It's, it's going to be hard late, now. Man. 
it's not it's not never too late, man. That's I mean, like I said, I think I said this before, man. When when you got people still giving their children potato chips at one something years old, potato chips, cheese doodles, and bootleg sodas. The low, the lowest grade soda, tropical fantasy, and you name it, quarter <laughs> waters, and all of that other stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna put them on blast because that's that's killing us. That's another thing that's killing us, and this is a this is another thing too because they exactly. But see, remember um, what I was telling you. Due to the lack of knowledge, which is ignorance, right? Um, this is how um, they capitalize. You get what I'm saying? Because if you got a group of ten and three of Three out of that ten is conscious. The seven is going to overwhelm the three conscious ones because they're going to be like, oh, get out of here. They're going to chastise them. So if you think about it, we could be fighting or that same person that we could be fighting or whatever will be the same one that's going to try to break you down. You dig? Sure, sure. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a scary thing because you could, go in the, you could go in the supermarket and be like, I'm not going to buy wheat. Because I know what it is, and then the person next to you is gonna want to know, yo, what's what, what's why you not gonna buy wheat because of the gluten? You get what I mean? And then you're gonna have to break down the whole thing. Hopefully they'll understand it and they can relate to you. But then a lot of them, I've even gotten, oh, the gluten is the actual coating of the seed, and all. I'm like, what are you telling me right now? So you know, you know, I, I mean, you think about it. You got scientists, and then you got hood scientists. You dig people that think they're small, but they ain't really small. <laughs> Lionists. <laughs> yeah, lionesses, basically. Lions to, to, to their damn self. <laughs> yeah, so listen, before we wrap the show up, man, let's roll out how we do, man. Give a shout-out to everybody that support our show. Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to all of the followers, all of the people, all of the conscious people that we've at least managed to change their life in one form or another. You know, we want to thank you for your support. Um, I want to thank Napoleon Hill. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve. So, whatever you say, ladies and gentlemen, you know what I'm saying? You don't always need a plan. Sometimes you just need to breathe, trust, and let go, and then see what happens. Alright? So, once again, see us on Wisdom Wednesday. We're going to talk about what's going on. Alright, over there in uh, Israel. Alright? Mm -hmm. So, you know how we do to the haters? Take that. Alright? And we out of here. Peace, love, and prosperity. Mm -hmm.